because it speaks of following our Lord Jesus and it speaks of the fact that we have fear and yet the Lord uh, helps us carry on and follow Him so this morning it's on my heart to talk about beautiful women fear Trust, and laughter. And how does that all tie together? We're going to look at the life of Sarah some more. I know Brother Kelvin shared on Abraham and Sarah's sojourning, but it's been considering Sarah's life and what, what, we're, what light we shine on that. And... Uh, that's our focus this morning. Now,我们知道Calvin弟兄也讲到亚伯拉罕和撒拉他们寄居的这个过程。那今天我们就要更进一步的来看撒拉的他的。So let's read some verses. 我们读几处的圣经。First Peter chapter three. 我们先翻到
and verse three to six. Uh, Peter's writing here to wives. He says, "Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and putting on of gold jewelry, or the clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart, with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy women, who hoped in God, used to adorn themselves by submitting to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord." And you, as her children, if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. Peter前书第三章第三到第六节，你们不要以外面的变头法、戴金饰、穿美衣为为装饰，只要以里面存着长久温柔安静的心为装饰，这在神是极为宝宝贵的。因为古时仰赖神的圣洁妇女妇人，正是因此为装，因此为装饰顺顺服自己的丈夫，就如撒拉听从亚伯拉罕，称他为主。你们若行善，不因恐吓而害怕，便是撒拉的女儿了。Let
They said to him, Where is Sarah your wife? And he said, She is in the tent. The Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah your wife shall have a son. And Sarah was listening in the tent behind him. Verse 11. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and advanced in years. The way of a woman had, of women had ceased to be with Sarah. So she laughed to herself, saying, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? And then turn to a few chapters later, Genesis 21. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore him, Isaac. 耶和华按着先前的话眷顾撒拉便照他所说的话给撒拉成就当亚伯拉罕年老的时候撒拉怀了孕到神所说的日期就给亚伯拉罕生了一个儿子亚伯拉罕给撒拉所生的儿子起名
And then we see that Sarah talks about laughter after Isaac is born, and she's full of joy. Now, I want to remind people there's lots of different kinds of laughter. A lot of times our laughter is very negative, even sinful, because we're laughing at someone, for example. In some cultures, we laugh just to cover up tension. You'll hear that in this building quite often. But this laughter is different. And before we even start in there, I'm just going to be uh, strange and talk about because uh, laughter for me. Because when I read these verses, I remember something that happened when I was my third year in college. I was living with other college students off campus, so we would go home and we make dinner. Somebody would make dinner, and then we uh, eat together, and then go back to study. We had a lot to laugh about at those dinner tables. Sometimes we were laughing at the food that we cooked because we weren't really good cooks. I did one dish that was very memorable. When you undercook, undercook rice in a casserole, it's a disaster. But something happened in that house because we would have these funny things happen and I would lose control and laugh out of control. I laughed so hard I would have to go out of the dining room through the kitchen and go outside to calm down. And it was winter. And then I was puzzling, why is this? This never happened to me before. And then I put the connected the dots. This was January. Three, four weeks before I received the Lord Jesus into my life. I knew the Lord. Three months earlier, the jokes were just as funny. But this self-conscious, perfectionist, control person would never allow himself to laugh out of control. You get it? This was new. And I was surprised. This is a side effect of knowing the Lord that I had no idea was coming. But it's a wonderful thing. And you all have something like that, I'm sure. When we know the Lord, we're so freed from a lot of the things that clouded everything before. Everything was kind of dark. But when you know who you are in Christ, 
The big questions are answered. And we can enjoy each day and even the jokes in a way we couldn't do without Christ in our life. So has God surprised you with the way joy comes in your life? So we just start out wanting to appreciate that laughter can mean lots of things. And now to talk about beautiful women. Nobody chuckles like that. And in other with other people, everybody go, What? He's gonna talk about beautiful women? Let's talk about Sarah. In chapter 23, she passes away. Right at the beginning. And she was 127 years old. And Abraham mourns her deeply. Now we're not going to go through all the stories, but you know the story. Most of you know that Sarah followed Abraham on this tremendous journey. Now now we're going to read it again in First Peter. Peter talks about her submitting to her husband. But when Abraham was led from his home country up to Ur, and then he was led to go to the Canaan land. She was with him all the way. Imagine those conversations. Sarah would say, God told you to go where? We have no relatives there. And we're going to live in what? In that area, where our only choice will be tents. I'm not going to have a permanent home. She did live in tents for years and years and years. Sarah was always with Abraham through this, these journeys. And they suffered through many dangers there. Sometimes they had a larger group and, and a little army. Sometimes they're smaller, but there was always danger. So there were real things to be afraid of. In fact, twice Abraham asked Sarah to pose as his sister. I mean, he even asked her before they went. something we don't respect in Abraham, one of his sins. They went to a place and Abraham's worried that they'll just think that she's so beautiful, they'll just kill me so they can have her. So say you're my sister. And Sarah did it. A lot of risk there. There was all this insecurity. Several times, 
they had famine in that area and they had to they had to take their tents and move for example to Egypt so imagine what it's like you 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 have your herds and then the rain doesn't come and your sheep are starving you're starving you have to move and go somewhere unknown again so we get this picture of how much hardship Sarah went through as she followed Abraham. And she did this because her husband was following God's direction. So God would say to Abraham, go, and, and then he would say, hey, Sarah, we're going. I could I can imagine I don't think Sarah got involved in this one so much but when God told Abraham to circumcise all the men imagine the conversations there among the family he told you what but Sarah suffered in another way that was very very deep and personal because she was barren. She could not have children. For years and years and years. It was clear her body could not have children. So those who have been through that and know that experience know how deep the hurt is when you long to have children. And then imagine on top of that, then God tells Abraham and Abraham tells Sarah that you are going to have a child. That's kind of pressure. I've never had a child before and God's saying I have a child and I'm actually past the age I can have children. Well, let's look a little closer at that. First, let's go back to chapter 17 of Genesis. And we find here that when God told Abraham that it really was going to be Sarah who gave him the son, not, not, it's not going to be from Hagar and Ishmael who was born. Verse 17 says, And Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said to himself, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? Shall Sarah, who is 90, 90 years old, bear a child? 17, so notice Abraham laughed. Now, did he laugh back at the Lord and say, No way? I think he fell on his face in disbelief and laughed at how ridiculous or amazing this would be if it happened. Not only is he old, but we know Sarah is past age of giving birth, and even when she was, she was barren. 
，那莎拉已经过了这个生育的年龄，就算是她那时候可以生育的那个年龄的时候，她是不孕的。And now, two verses later. 呃、well, Abraham says in verse 18, "Oh, that Ishmael might live before you." That's the son he had had via Hagar. 那亚伯拉罕就对神说，但愿以斯玛利活在你面前。那以斯玛利是借着夏甲所生的孩子。And God said, "No, but Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac." 神说，不然，你妻子撒拉要给你生一个儿子，你要叫他起名，你要给他起名叫以撒。How many of you know what Isaac means? You have 多少人知道以撒是什么意思 ？Yeah, it means he laughs. 意思就是说他笑。Isaac's not here. He's upstairs. Okay. 可惜这个 Isaac's name means he laughs. 那以撒这个意思就是他笑。What did God mean by that? 那神是什么意思呢 ？Is it that God's laughing at us? 那是神在笑我们吗 ？No, because that would be that would be like us. That's not his way. 这好像是。His name is he laughs, but Abraham laughed. That's in disbelief. Abraham 就是不信的，他就笑笑了。And now let's go on. We'll consider more.、Uh, chapters eighteen. 我们再看到第十八章。This is a very special passage when you consider Sarah's life. 这是很特别的，特别是我们在思考这个莎拉的一生的时候。So in chapter 18, we find at the beginning it says the Lord appeared to him by the oaks of, of Mamre, and he sat at the door of his tent in the heat of the day. And he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing in front of him. Yehovah 在曼利橡树那里向亚伯拉罕显现出来。那时正热，亚伯拉罕坐在帐篷门口。Now most likely these were just three angels appearing as men. 那很可能是三个天使，但是他们的长相是像人的。But it does say in Scripture, it says the Lord said. So either one of them was speaking for the Lord, or it may have been Christ、uh, appearing as well. 那这很明显的就是圣经告诉我们说是耶和华说到，所以很可能是耶和华他自己说，或是就是或者说我们的主他就出现了。But the point is,、uh, well, listen carefully in verse nine. They said to him, "Where is Sarah, your wife?" And he said, "She is in the tent." 那第九节，他们问亚伯拉罕说：“你的妻子撒拉在哪里？”他说：“在帐篷里。” So what's really happening? Normally, what would happen is Sarah would be in the tent or the tent far away. She couldn't hear what's going on. 那通常撒拉在另外一个帐篷或者在比较远的地方，她是听不到所发生的事情。But it's as if the Lord is saying, "Is she here? Can she hear me? I'm about to say something that she needs to hear." 但是好像主在说：“呀，撒拉在这里吗？我正要说。” So Abraham said, "Yeah, she's in the tent. She, in other words, she's right here." He just told him she's in the tent. Then the Lord says, "I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, shall have a son." He just said, "I will return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, shall have a son." And Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. That Sarah was in the tent door behind him. Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in years. The way of women had ceased to be with Sarah. Verse eleven. Abraham and Sarah, 年纪老迈，莎拉的月经已经断绝了。So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, "After I'm worn out, my Lord is old, meaning Abraham. Shall I have pleasure?" Sarah 心里暗笑说，我已我我既已衰衰衰败
我主耶老麦,主是亚伯拉罕,岂能有这些事呢? So here we see Sarah laughing in disbelief. 那我们看到撒拉在这边喜笑,他是不信的在笑。Not lack of faith, but disbelief. How could this ever happen? 不是没有信心,是心里想说,这件事情是怎么样能够发生呢? Which says, shall I have this pleasure? She's speaking of the pleasure of motherhood. 他说,岂能有这些事呢?就是怎么有能够有孩子的这个些事呢? She's longed for that all her life and she couldn't have it. Now you're saying, God, after my body is past this, you're going to give me a child and I'll have the pleasure of nursing a child and rearing a child. 他说,等了一生,等了这些都没有生到孩子,现在过了这个生育的年龄,现在怎么可能在这个年纪的时候会生一个孩子呢? Of course, she is embarrassed that she laughed. 那他当然, the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? And then he says, At the point in time I will come, this time next year Sarah shall have a son. And Sarah is not perfect. She then she then lies and says, I did not laugh. He said you did laugh. But you'll notice that in these stories you find the Lord never stops the action because Abraham or Sarah laughed. He knew that their laughter was one of disbelief in in the miracle that God is saying he would do. 那神也没有因为他们笑,他就不做这件事情,他知道他们笑的时候,因为他是,因为他们就是很难以相信这个神迹确实会发生。And so if some, sometimes we look at that and go, oh, there's no faith, where's their faith? But let's remember what Hebrews 11, 11 says about Sarah. 那我们经常会说是没有信,这怎么会有信呢?但是我们看到希伯来说是实际上的时候,我们知道他们是怎么样讲到撒拉的。By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive. Since she considered him faithful who promised. So during the time afterwards, even though she had laughed, underneath that, she was trusting God that he could do this miracle. So we often can find ourselves in situations where we say, Lord, it's impossible. Lord, you're asking me to do that? I can't do that. I can't believe you say you're going to do that. That's a laugh of disbelief. But at the same time, I was saying, Lord, I'm looking for you to do that. I will pray for you to do that. That's what we see in Abraham and Sarah. So the good news or the wonderful thing that happened is that we all know that God answered this prayer and answered the uh, fulfilled his promise. So we look in verse 21, chapter 21. And 
it begins with the Lord visited Sarah as he said and the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised and Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in, in his old age and at the time of which God had spoken to him Um, and then in, in verse 3 Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him whom Sarah bore him Isaac and now listen to what Sarah says Sarah said God has made laughter for me God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. So Sarah is saying, God has made laughter for me. This is a one, this is a joy laughter. This is a joy laughter. So Abraham laughed. Sarah laughed, but now she's laughing with a joy because God has done the impossible. Not only has he done the impossible, he's done it through her. I mean, some of you are scientists and doctors. Think of the medical miracle that God did in Sarah for this. He brought body parts that were essentially shut down back to life and allowed her to go through full pregnancy and bring forth the child. So she says that others will hear and laugh over me. Now that's not a negative laugh at all. They're not making fun of Sarah. Look at her, she's old and has a kid. No, they're laughing over her with joy. They're like, isn't this amazing? Sarah was given a child. So they are laughing with joy with her, over her. This is a wonderful kind of laughter. You know, actually, a negative example of laughter happens right after this because Ishmael laughs at his brother, his stepbrother, Isaac, in a nasty way. Anyway, we're reminded that a lot of times our laughter is negative. But these, these friends of Sarah laugh with her, alongside her, and enjoy in what God has done. And when we experience what God is doing, then we have this joy. We can join together in laughter. There's something else about this laughter that really touched me. Uh, 
when when Sarah laughed the first time, she was embarrassed, right? She hid it. She even lit. She even lied about it. 那她第一次笑的时候，她她是感觉到有点有点有点不好意思，她就她也藏起来，她也不承认她笑。And if you and I are laughing at somebody, we also will hide it because we may laugh at somebody, but we don't want them to know, and we realize there's something wrong, so we're hiding. 那有的时候我们笑一个人，我们不想在这个人面前笑他，我们就会藏起来，我们也不愿意他们能够看到。But this kind of laughter is laughter that is before God. 但是这个喜笑呢，是一个在神面前的这种喜笑。There's no hiding. Sarah is rejoicing in the miracle God has done through her, and this laughter is free of any guilt and shame. It is laughter and joy in the Lord and before the Lord. 那这个在神面前的一种喜乐，那是是非常高兴，在人面前，在那边。It's a picture of what our joy should be when we come and worship. 那是我们一同聚集的时候，我们所能够呃呈现的一幅图画，就是我们能够在一种喜乐在那边喜笑。So this kind of joy expressed is pleasing to the Lord. 那这个喜乐能够彰显出来，对神来说是非常好的。It comes out of the joy that God gives us through His blessings and His presence. 那是借着神他的同在。So let's turn and look at what Peter says about Sarah. Now that we've considered these moments from her life, let's go back to First Peter three. 那么再回到彼得前书第三章，我们看彼得是怎么样讲到撒拉。Peter in chapter two, he's discussing things about suffering and persecution. 那彼得。Uh, in fact, in chapter two, verse eleven, he says, "Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles." Now, in the third chapter, in the third chapter, he says, "Is is, dear brothers, you are exiles, exiles." So he's talking about the fact that even though it just had mentioned that we're part of God's、uh, royal priesthood and holy nation, that's talking about we're part of God's royal priesthood and holy nation. But in this world, we're sojourners. We're like Abraham and Sarah. We're in tents. The world is foreign. 但是在世界里，我们是做客旅的，是做寄居的。我们不是属于这块地的。So in that context, he talks about how servants should obey their masters, but sometimes the masters are unjust. 那我们是看到这些呃是怎么样？这些做呃当当当尊重他们的主人，但是经常这些主人是是不不正义的。And then, right before the section we're reading, he talks about our Lord Jesus, who was reviled, who suffered the greatest injustice, and still submitted. 然后就讲到我们的主，他受到这么大的不义，但是他还是顺服。And then he says in chapter three, he says, "Likewise, likewise, wives, be subject to your husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives." When they see your respectful and pure conduct, 你们做妻子的要顺服自己的丈夫，这样若不若有不信从道道理的丈夫，你们他们虽然不听到，也可以因妻子的品性被感化过来。And then he speaks about what God considers beautiful. 那这边也讲到说是神是认为美丽的是。Now we know Sarah's on his mind because in a few verses he's going to just bring up Sarah. So Sarah's example is on his mind. 那我们知道撒拉这个这个例子，它是在他的心里
Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Of course, this is a such a clear statement from our Lord about how He respects and finds precious inner beauty in all of us, especially women. And He looks for a gentle and quiet spirit. And how is that expressed? One way it's expressed is in submitting to our husband. So verse 5 says, For this is how the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. So now when we we look at this and we think of Sarah submitting to Abraham. Because we've reviewed her life, we realize that Sarah submitting to Abraham had a huge cost. This wasn't just letting him choose what kind of car to buy. This was Abraham saying, we're going. And she submitted. All the things that she had to suffer with was because she was following Abraham, submitting to him, and there she was submitting to God. So it's not a small thing at all. It was Sarah obeying God by submitting to Abraham. And then it says in verse 6, And you are her children, well, the, the end of verse 6, And you are her children if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. So we can follow Sarah's example. But this phrase is actually a very interesting one. So, usually, when you look up a phrase in the different English versions, they're usually the same most of the time. This little phrase is different in all the translations. So what does it mean? Do not fear anything that is frightening. So listen to some of the different versions. Not letting anything terrify you. Not afraid with any amazement. Fear no intimidation. Don't 
do what is right without being frightened by any fear. 那你所要做正确的事，那不要受到你所惧怕的事情而影响到你。And NIV says, "What is right? Do what's right, and do not give way to fear." 你当做正确的事情，不要屈服于你的惧怕。So what's the point of all this? 那是什么意思呢？I'm not doing this to bore you and put you to sleep. 那我不是让你感觉到很无聊，让你。What is it? What are we saying about Sarah? 那我们是讲到。if you hear those verses and 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 really grope at what the what the Peter was saying, is he was saying that we have things that we will fear. They are real, that real suffering that's going to happen or might happen. We will have fear. But do we let that fear fill us up? And intimidate us and terrorize us. So, do not fear anything that is frightening means not fearing the things that normally would frighten us. So, we think of Sarah's life. You want me to live in a tent? That's frightening. You want me to pose as your sister? That's frightening. You think she didn't feel fear or recognize danger? She did, of course. But did she let it terrorize her? Did it cause her to stop and say, Abraham, I'm not going with you anymore. I'm out of here. This is too much for me. No, she laid it aside and submitted. So we can take this example that we have things that we are fearful of. Do we let them consume us or do we go on through? We are not to fear the things that would be normally fearful. That's all by God's grace. But there's another thing we want to see here is that when we see all this thing about Sarah and we consider her submitting to her husband and to God, we often get the idea that submission is timidity. So if someone's weak, they submit. But now consider Sarah. When she submitted to Abraham and all these things, was it weak? No, it was courageous. Sarah was courageous. Her submission was courageous. It was in the face of fears that we normally would fear. And yet she followed. And we can follow her example. 
that we not be terrified by the things that God asks us to do that are fearful. And so her submitting is courageous, but and it's based on what? It's based on the fact that she's trusting God. She's trusting God for things she can't control. What happens when they go to Egypt? All these events, she's trusting God. So when she submits to Abraham and to God, it is faith in action, you see. Now, just to round out this uh, subject of fear, we want to look at what our Lord Jesus says about fear. So let's go to chapter 10 and listen to what he says. Chapter 10 of Matthew, Jesus says in verse 26, he says, so have no fear of them, those who persecute you. And then in verse 31, he says, Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Now, if we take these verses by themselves, it's a wonderful thought that the Lord values us much more than those sparrows. He knows all the numbers of all the hairs on our head and we should not fear. But what really struck me this time looking at these verses and, and thinking about Sarah these words were directed to the, the twelve disciples as they were sent out. So chapter 10 begins with the Lord identifying the twelve disciples and giving them authority to go out and preach about the kingdom is here. In other words, he's not talking about the fear of someone who's just sitting at home going, I'm afraid to go to the store. Or I'm afraid to talk to my relative. We're, you know, I don't, it's always difficult. Jesus is talking here about the disciples going out, taking risks, going to towns they don't know, speaking boldly for him. He's talking about people putting themselves out there as representing Christ and getting persecuted, getting opposition. And then he says, so have no fear of them. And in that context of being out there for the Lord, he says, do not fear. You're much more valuable than the sparrows. So, 
I don't know if you get the point I'm saying, but it seems to me the Lord is saying is, well, put it another way. It's exactly when Jesus is asking us to do fear-filled things that he says, don't fear. So when he sent the twelve disciples out, they were risking real suffering and they were going to have real suffering. And yet he said to them, Do not fear. But look at verse 27. He says, For I tell, um, verse 28, Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who will destroy both soul and body in hell. So this, this reverence is going to be directed back to God. You could fear God who has everything in his hands. Including judgment. And that's what Sarah did. When Sarah turned to the Lord and submitted, she was trusting God. We fear God, we follow God, we trust God. And when we when she faced those fearful things, she was not terrorized by them. So how are we involved in these kinds of things? What are the ways that God sends us out? Well, obviously the big example is sharing the gospel. For most of us, that's hard. We risk being embarrassed or ridiculed. But the Lord wants us to go out there. And when we're out there, there's something to fear, but the Lord says, don't fear. Don't be terrorized. It's real. You might suffer, but I'm with you. Another way is that the Lord puts us out there, which is very, very true in our midst, is in serving. And the extreme example that's on my heart today is teaching children. Get it? When the Lord asks you to teach those children up there, just walk the halls between the two meetings and hear the screaming and yelling and joy and whatever, and you go, I'm going to teach those creatures. How many people who are right now teaching upstairs or you are taking a break and so glad you're not upstairs today? Your response when it was someone asked you if you could teach or the Lord was prompting you said, but I cannot do that. 
我们没有办法教导他们因为我们在这方面是不孕的我能够听到杰森的话说我没办法做我们是感觉到很可怕吗还是我们就听 now Sandy's upstairs with the junior high today. Ask me to teach that class, and I'll tell you, I'm terrified. Now she's taught for many, many, many years. She has tremendous experience with that age group. I'll tell you a secret which is no longer a secret upstairs on the third floor she's trying some kind of game and had no idea whether it was going to work or not because the class has not been going well so she told me on the drive what I'm going to try may be an utter failure so with all that experience she legitimately feared the suffering of a failed class it may be going on up there so comfort her when you see her but we see this over and over when people take up this task of teaching children that the Lord then enables them and they learn and they do do it. And the Lord continues to put us in situations where we have to depend on Him like that. A third way the Lord wants us out there is just the fact that we're representing Christ wherever we are. At work, in our families, we are the Lord's. We're out there. So we have risks to take and we want to put that into the Lord's hands. But I want to point out something, especially when you think about the example of teaching children, is that in the normal human way is that we go to school and prepare and learn how to do things. And there's good reason for that. But God's way is quite different in that very often what happens is we receive his life we hear his call to go or to do or to say but our honest reaction is I can't do it Lord but he says do it trust me because I'm going to supply you with something from me not you it's not going to be your your head knowledge and your learning it's going to be my supply through you so we have to go through real fears and risks and suffering but but that's how we learn 
，那我会经历了许多的惧怕，许多的这个风险，但是我们是如此的经历，我们才能够学习。And the Lord is saying to us today, don't fear the things that are frightening. 那神就对我们说，你们不要怕这些平常人觉得可怕的事情。Be open that when we go out for the Lord, when we're out there for Him, we will have fear, but we give it to Him. 当我们为主做工的时候，我们会惧怕，但是我们把一切交托在他的手里。So as sojourners, God calls us to be out there. 那我们做寄居做客旅的主呼召我们到那里去。We're to go to people that make us uncomfortable. 要去与这些呃与我们交谈，我们会觉得感觉不自在，跟这些人在一。He asks us to do things that are that are difficult. He will tell us to do things that are difficult. We go into situations where we meet resistance or persecution. That we are facing the environment is where people are being oppressed. But by faith, we are not terrorized. We are not incapacitated. But we are not terrorized. We are not incapacitated. We fear the Lord more than we fear these things. And like Sarah, we can venture forth, trusting that He is faithful to do what He promised. 那我们像撒拉一样，我们就能够有信心说，他会有，他会带领我们呃走过他所应许我们。Like Abraham, we listen for His direction. Lord, where do you want me to go? 那也像亚伯拉罕一样，就听从主说，主你要往要我往何处去 ？And we will laugh in disbelief and say, Lord, you're going to do that. 那你就不敢相信，你心里就会笑说：“主，你确实要这样做吗 ？”Lord, you're going to do that through me. 主，你确实要借着我做这件事情吗 ？I don't believe it. 我不敢相信这件事情。It seems impossible. 这对我来说是不可能的。But by faith, we go out and do what He asks. 但是凭着信心，我们就做。We put ourselves in that position. 就做他所叫我们做的。Even if it looks impossible. 虽然说对我们来说看起来是不可能的。We look for God to do His miracles. 我们就仰望神，让他能够行他的神迹。And what a joy it is when He does a miracle through us. That 这是何等的奇妙，乃是神能够行个神迹，乃是借着我们。Then we have joyous laughter because we can say, "God did this." 那我们就能有个喜乐的这个喜笑，神实在是做成就了这件事情。Joyous laughter is our reward when we are part of what God is doing. 那我们喜乐这个喜笑，乃是我们能够得到一个很大的一个奖赏。So those are the Lessons that were on my heart from looking at Sarah's life. That we just saw Sarah's life is what I was learning from her. So may we be like Sarah in that way. 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 May we So if you usually pray after message, don't. And 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 if you usually pray after message, don't.
longer fear anymore. Because of you, we can put our faith on you. Praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I feel that, Lord, this year you will do some amazing things among us, Lord, that will bring us laughing of the unbelievable things that you could do, Lord. Lord, therefore, Lord, may your will be done, Lord. Lord, let us be fully open to you, Lord. May this year, Lord, be a fruitful year, Lord. Lord, that you can do the wonderful things among us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this encouragement right in the beginning. Uh, Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Sarah, a, a, a life, uh, which is Isaac, is laughter. We thank you so much that in us, is everything is impossible, but in you, everything is possible. We thank you so much that you are uh, Abraham's shell. You also <coughs> is our shell, our stronghold. We thank you so much that we play, uh, even for the young, young, younger generation for the children ministry we commit to you hand you bless those teachers you grant them wisdom we pray in Jesus name Amen Amen but in you everything is possible so Lord although I'm barren in everything but you are the one you will make me produce You'll, through us you're going to do your mighty work so Lord we can be a true laughter so we can come before you thank you Lord in Jesus name we pray indeed always say the joy of the Lord is our strength and we can say that the word you have spoken will never return in void and we can know that in our Lord Jesus every promise is Amen we thank you and pray in your precious name Amen主要先先不感谢你用无奈感谢圣灵的感动我们必须的必须的口让他说出属天的话语让我们知道当亚伯兰汉听了神说自己在老年的时候要得到一个儿子时他和妻子不幸的就开始嬉笑起来那时是因为
到安息，并去享受那天国里的丰富智慧和奇妙的大能，在圣灵的光照中光中见光，去抓住神，得到神，不断的认识天国的奥秘，为主而活，把一切的荣耀归于主。以上祷告奉主耶稣基督的名。Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you,、um, that you are with us. Thank you that through the Holy Spirit you have enlightened our brother to make so clear such words to say to us. And it's like Abraham in his elderly age, him and Sarah, they were laughing. Thank you so much that we have this faith and hope in you. Praise in your name. Amen. Amen.